Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Trump's lawyers have got to petition the federal court system in Florida, not in D.C., that Donald Trump's civil rights are being violated that this is a malicious prosecution coming from four different venues, that it's coordinated political designed to take him out of the 2024 race. Now, I don't have a law degree. I was at Harvard when Dershowitz was there studying public administration. I did make fun of Dershowitz every hour on the hour, <laughs> okay, when I was in Cambridge. Yeah. And I'm not a lawyer, but I am an American. And I believe that this is a coordinated effort to take Trump off the table and destroy him. And the powers of the state, local, and federal government are coordinating to do it in unison. So the lawyers for Trump file a civil rights lawsuit that has to be heard. Then you're into the system. And if you lose at the appellate level or whatever, you can't appeal. You see what I'm talking about? A hundred percent. I can't believe they haven't yeah. done it already. I mean, I know he came back and he sued E. Jean Carroll after her initial lawsuit. Yeah, all right. But, that, but, that, no, I know, but I, but I well, can't believe he hasn't done this already because it just makes so much sense. You call up your guys, Macapina yeah. yep. and Adalia, yep. and, and see if I'm wrong, because I'm not. Well, when Bill O'Reilly asked me to do something, I'd do it. He said, call up your guy, Takapina, and I doubt you. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, here he is, my dear friend of 46 years, so proud of this guy. And, yes, one of Donald Trump's main attorneys, the aforementioned Joseph Takapina. Jojo, you heard O'Reilly there talk about a civil rights suit I don't know if it's possible. I'm not even sure if it's winnable or if it's something you would even consider. Is O'Reilly just kind of grasping there, or is that what he said? Does it make any sense? It makes sense from a layperson's standpoint, Sid. It makes sense from an American standpoint where, to the obvious, if you're not partisan or biased or if you put that to the side, whatever side of the aisle you lay on and you just look at this, it is clearly clearly a coordinated effort to keep him out of the White House. Um, the timing. I mean, none of these things had to happen now, right? There's five-year statute of limitations. I mean, this thing could have gone on for five more years. I mean, the timing of it all is, and, and, and the coordinated efforts show clearly that this is all about an attempt to keep him around the White House. Now, that being said, there's a difference from us all saying that on the radio or us feeling that and us believing that and us even knowing it to be true than going into a, a federal court and arguing that based on evidence, right? And that's the problem. Look, we have to be careful about that kind of stuff because the judge in D.C. already ruled in, in regards to there being a political motivation behind that case. She already, in the first court appearance, said, I find no evidence of that. There's no evidence of that. Now, listen, we all know that this judge has been appointed by Obama and really not a big fan of the president's. But that being said, 
we cannot go into court, myself or Todd or any of the lawyers working for the president. There's a squadron of us, right, in different cases and whatnot, without evidence to back that up. That's sure what happened with Rudy Giuliani when he went to court with the the election fraud claims. He got bounced out of court. He got sanctioned. He got disbarred. Um, so you can't – you can say – look, we all know what, what Bill O'Reilly said is right. The difference is going into a federal court to say it's a coordinated effort, right. and here's the evidence of it. Difficult. And what's the evidence yeah. of Can't it? Can't do it. No, it's we, much we more know, yeah. It's not – saying we all know is not the evidence. We'd have to get hardcore evidence like recordings, conversations, text messages, emails, something like that. And that may come out in time. That may come out in time. The time is just not right now. But, Sid, I want to just ask – start off the, the segment with a question. That's a, like a, a riddle. What do John Gotti, John Dillinger, El Chapo, and Pablo Escobar have in common? I'm going to go with the same they've thing that uh, Donald they've Trump has. They've never been indicted for. They've never been indicted four times. That's what they have in common. Oh, I my mean, God. Is that right? <laughs> no, none of them have been indicted. Well, you know, it's four interesting. Times. That's funny. I mean, you talk about four of the biggest crime lords yeah. in, 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 in modern history. Yeah. Right? Really think about that. Wow. And Donald Trump. Has been indicted four times in the matter of months. Joke! What a joke! And you mentioned coordinated effort. Come on! Yeah, you mentioned Gotti, and you were on last week. And when you started this amazing career of yours, now you're the most recognizable defense attorney in the world. But you started off as a prosecutor. But when you started doing defense work, you were sitting there right next to Bruce Cutler in those courtrooms up against John Gotti. And even before that, Joseph, when we were little little kids, a guy named Rudy Giuliani was able to put away five major, all the major crime bosses, all five in yep. one day, Rico acts and racketeering. And then, you know, you talk about uh, Trump compared to these other guys, including Gotti. You were there for Gotti. How in the world is this dopey DA in Georgia, how in the world is she able to attach a racketeering charge, which is basically out there for guys like John Gotti, to President Trump and have anybody take her seriously? Yeah, you know, it is. It's we really have, have have lost sort of perspective when you start applying racketeering influence and corrupt organization acts, which is what that is, which was really initiated and born out of the need to cripple the American mafia um, to go after. Because what it allows for, what that really allows for, is that the the you know the bosses, so to speak, to be held liable for the acts of their underlings, because that's how bosses always got away with these things. They, for decades, would 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 have other people do their dirty work, and their hands were not on it. They were not the scene of the crime, and, and that was it. Um, what what RICO does is is allow bosses to to you know be held reli- responsible for the conduct of subordinates within their criminal organizations. To apply that here is is to to really what she is alleging, and not no uncertain terms. That Trump, along with 18 others, participated in a criminal enterprise to criminal enterprise to change the 2020 <laughs> president. So, 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 wait, so in this case, it, so in this case, right? Donald Trump is John Kitt, Gotti in this case, and Rudy Giuliani is Sammy the Bull. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. You got it, Rudy Sammy the Bull. He's called the spirit number one. Correct, correct. And we all know how that worked out for John Gotti, right? So, um, but Jesus, I mean, it's it's like what. And, and by the way, you know, it, it's not that simple for the prosecutor, okay? It, it's broad, this, this is a much broader case. Look, this case here, the Georgia State, I don't know if you remember this, but two years ago, before I was even 
representing the president. I, I mean, I said to me, this case was the one I thought had the most teeth, was going to be the most probable to go forward, never imagining these other things could, only because of the recorded call. And, and, and look, I, there's an innocent explanation that I call 100% every day of the week. Um, but this is a case that, you know, is the most, by far the most ambitious and sweeping case brought against President Trump. Um, and, and it's going to pose. Oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, you're going to tell me this. Wait, you're going to tell me this case is more ambitious than the Alvin Bragg case. No, Alvin Bragg case is a joke. I mean, I don't even count as a case. That's not ambitious. That's incompetence <laughs> put into papers. I mean, that's a case. There is no crime. There's there's irregularities in personal bookkeeping that affected no one. Not tax purposes. Never filed anywhere. You call what you want. But there was no crime. There was nothing illegal. There was no lies. There was no. The only thing he was doing was preventing uh, a scandalous alleged affair, which he dies from coming out to uh, prevent embarrassing his family. That doesn't violate FEC, the federal election campaign laws, not by a long stretch. Every FEC chairman has already told us that and said that publicly. So that case is not even ambitious. That's just like ridiculous. Right. This is, and when I say ambitious, I mean there's a case where there's 19 people charged. In a racketeering organization, I mean, just like the, they call them basically this is the Trump crime family, um, and 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 that's what, that's why I say when I say ambitious, that's what I mean by ambitious. I don't mean competent or viable, but it's ambitious. And by the way, there there this this case is going to be challenged a million different ways till Tuesday because the Rico George's Rico statute um, is 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 not that simple to interpret. There's cases that are going on now where all these rappers in Atlanta, Young Thug, and that group were indicted by the same DA. That case was indicted about a year and a half ago, maybe maybe even more. Um, they're still in, in pretrial motions on a lot of these cases because there are so many challenges to so many different elements of the of the alleged charges. So this is this is just a, an incredible incredible moment here, and it just goes to show you the piling on is absolutely ridiculous. How is he going to look as strong as he is? How is how is he going to be able to focus on? The message that the people of this country need to hear from a from a candidate when he's facing four daunting indictments, and and the last yeah. of which, you know, the thing with the Georgia case too. Look, the federal cases, when he wins, he could pardon himself if there's a conviction, or he could even stop the investigation or the case if he wins and there's no trial. Um, that's all. That's all, you know, a possibility in Georgia. Uh, there's a prominent feature in the racketeering laws in Georgia, Sid, and this is scary. The conviction comes with a mandatory minimum sentence of five years, mandatory. So if he's convicted there, he's going to jail. Right. Now, I don't think he's going to be convicted, of course, um, but but that's that's what that law holds down there. And because it's a state offense, not a federal offense, he doesn't have the ability to pardon himself. So this is the case that I think we have to keep our eye on the most. Mm. The other cases, I, you know, there are legal challenges there and, and left and right. What he has to do here is try and get this into federal court. That's what he has to do um, because he'll never get a fair trial in, mm. in Fulton County. Um, they, you know, it's like. I know, but uh, let, me, let, me, let me stop you for a second. This is the great Joseph Takapina and, and really a fascinating conversation. Joseph, I'm so glad you're on today. You know, we've uh, first of all, uh, have you talked to him? I know Alina Hobb is on TV every five seconds with the eye makeup. Have you talked to President Trump uh, since his latest indictment? Yes, we've uh, we've communicated. Okay. And, um, yeah. uh, well, you know, let, let's put it this way: not in in in. He's a fighter, not like broken by any stretch, but 
furious is yeah. an understatement. Yeah, I figured that. So, you know, you talk about we have to move this Georgia case from state to federal. And I've heard, well, the Washington, D.C. case, the uh, January 6th, we got to get rid of that judge. He's an Obama appointee. And we got to we got to move that case. Trump has said this from D.C. to West Virginia. Uh, we've heard about, you know, we wanted Kaplan off the case in New York. We want venue changes all over the place. And it turns out that, to be honest, it ain't going to happen. What are the odds of this happening, moving this from state to federal in Georgia? This one's different. I'll tell you why. The D.C. case is just a matter of of, of wanting a different jurisdiction. That's not going to happen, okay? This judge is not going to recuse herself, okay? So so remember, the judge has to recuse themselves at this level. At this level, the judge makes the decision to recuse themselves. So if that were the case, they would have recused themselves before they came into the case if they thought there was a conflict. So that's not going to happen. I'm just being – I'm calling balls and strikes here. I'm not being an advocate at this moment. Um, that's not going to happen. The reason it's different here in this particular case, the Georgia case, is is – this, first of all, will delay the proceedings, but, but this would actually be something where, um, remember, the hush money case, the one I'm involved in in New York, we tried to move that to federal court. It was denied, um, and it was denied on the grounds that President Trump wasn't carrying out his presidential duties in the alleged hush money scheme. Of course, it was before he was even president, right? So he has much stronger arguments in this case, moving the Georgia case to federal court, because it's much more directly tied to the presidency and his acts as a president, because he believed in his mind he was protecting the Constitution and, and the voting system. So the, the, a trial in federal court would be a huge advantage for President Trump in this case. Gotcha. And, and, and I think there is a if, if there's any case that has a chance to, to be moved, removed to federal court, this is the one. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. Gotcha. Has uh, Rudy called you to represent him yet? <laughs> no, 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 no. He no, needs to do that conflict. And, and for everything I read, poor Rudy doesn't have a dollar. Um, to yeah, I know. And it's sad. It's, it's like I, that guy's been, you know, I, I, I don't believe anything I read almost anything. So when it comes to Donald Trump, President Trump, Rudy or any of these other people. I, I just don't because there's such a, a, a bias in the media yep. against these guys. And, you know, look, I felt it when I was representing them in that trial. I mean, Jesus, the, the left wing media will do anything they can to try and to try and attack. Regardless of the facts, the days of editorial oversight are so far, long gone. I mean, they blew past that, you know, exit ramp a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and so if you read about Rudy, I mean, how, this guy's being sued by about a dozen different people, you know, has legal fees that are insurmountable, um, you know, hasn't apparently been paid for some things he's done, and now he's got a major, major racketeering indictment in a different state where no lawyer is doing that, you know, for free or to represent Rudy. I mean, it's it's going to have – there's a lot of work that – this case is an enormous undertaking, enormous yeah. undertaking. Well, he admitted it to me. He was on the show. He's going to need a Georgia yeah. lawyer. He was on the yeah. show a couple of days ago, and he admitted it. He said, look, because there was a story in the New York Daily News last week that he's – 
putting up his apartment in New York for sale for $6 million. He said, I've done that years ago, but said, to be honest, yes. He said, I'm getting crushed. I'm getting crushed financially. So, uh, And he's a wonderful man. You're right. Uh, what they're doing to all these I guys is gross. I, I do. I feel, so I, feel bad. I feel really bad for him. I've Me heard too. stories I'm not going to share because they're personal in nature. Um, but, but I feel really, really bad for him and what he's gone Me through too. and what he's going through. And, he, and, and the reason he's even in this boat is because he's a fighter. He did it because he believed in something or he was fighting for his friend. He's a, a loyal friend, which I respect more than anything. Um, and he was a, it was a pit bull. And, you know, it didn't, you know, turn out in his favor. Um, but, you know, it's just it seems like he's a, an easy pinata right now. And, uh, yeah, I hate to see that. This was one of your greatest interviews ever. I mean, uh, you're great every week. Don't get me wrong. You're, you're, you're not good. You're great. But this was fantastic. So, Thank you. I love you. Keep up the good fight for uh, our president, the fine people of America. And we'll talk again very, very soon. Spectacular job, Tack. You got it, brother. My man, Joseph Tacopina. That was great.